disappointed in my in my in my personal movie mine was great yeah yours was just fine yours is normal and everything and uh, mine mine sucked my my facebook movie was pretty great um it was star studded star packed and then also but in the middle somebody it was kind of ruined in the middle well, with one of the pictures or something one picture i was like oh what, look at this dude trying too hard to be like this hipster doofus guy hanging at the mass effect three party you know no wait a minute i was hanging with you at the mass effect three party that's my point exactly oh man how did i not see that one coming no your movie was all right though <laughs> I, I did i just my i thought mine was bad i didn't even share it it was just like hey look here's a bunch of just random images and just stuff about my wedding and yeah. yawn mine was cool yawn it, had, like, it was a little depressing there was a little bit of death in mine too you know you had, had uh, dead honky dead honky you had my dead cat my grandma who died yeah that's you know. disappointing but uh but it's interesting you know it's it's worth 62 seconds of your time to just sure flip through it if it's like the music they yeah, have like oh it. It, it is interesting to say like oh this is my most liked post Interesting. Your most like post only had like five likes to it, though. That was kind of weird. Yeah. Well, they're all tied. I, I have a thing. I have a thing set on my settings for uh, Facebook. I don't let any more than five people like anything I do. Once a six person likes a post, it just disappears. Yep. Yeah. No, I, that's a good feature right there. Yeah, I was hoping to see your Facebook movie because I was hoping that maybe your new uh, Facebook profile photo. Why? Whatever would, are would you referring there. to? <laughs> well, it looks like a. It looks like a picture of. High school Matt Stafford. Uh-huh. And he's even fatter than he is now. He does he looks a little bloated in the picture. If that's possible. Yeah. Uh and then someone has just circled him and wrote fat on top of it. Why would you why would you choose that as your profile picture? I mean, I think I, I commend you for finally just kind of making a statement, saying but not saying, yes, he is fat. I hate you. But so he's much. our he's our quarterback. For those of you who might have heard the show last week, me and Brent put a little wager on the Super Bowl. Where the uh, it was a shame bet, loser has to change their Facebook profile picture to anything the winner uh, chooses, and Twitter, and Twitter, and isn't allowed to explain outside of this show exactly why they have chosen to do so. So yes, if you were to check out at Almighty Ray on Twitter or you know the Facebook uh, profile, maybe uh, we should need that picture up on the Ray Brent Podcast Facebook yeah. page. Well, after you get rid of your Matt Stafford picture. Then I will. I'll pick the new picture for you to put up there. The one. No, that, that is the picture. No, I didn't pick that picture. Yeah, of course right? you, you did. About? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Not pleased about it. I got to leave it up all week long. It's I. I put it up it's and terrible. I. I couldn't stop laughing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's four. What is it? High school football players, maybe college, and somebody circled Matt Stafford and wrote "fat" in just bad. It's not even. It's like MS Paint. It's absolutely the worst picture. Yeah, you'll have to check out Ray's Facebook or Twitter pick, uh, profile pick, and and see it because it is pretty amazing. We'll we'll get it up on the Facebook page for the show. Um, in any case, we we have a Super Bowl show to talk about here. After one of we can call it like one of the best enjoyable Super Bowl games in the history of ever mm-hmm. for you. And by the way, 
Welcome, everybody, to episode... Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome 38? Episode 38 of, of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. Yeah, man. We're going to talk some sports today. I guess, what, four minutes into the show, four and a half minutes? What the heck? Let's let you know what show you're watching. But if you're listening to this show and you don't have any idea what you're listening to, how'd you get here How in the you first get... place? That's amazing. Does somebody like put it on in the car and you're listening to it for four and a half minutes? You're like, I'm turning it off. These people won't even say who they are. Click. Dude. You gotta hear these dudes. You gotta hear these dudes. They're dude. like they're like from the Midwest, dude. And then they talk about sports and they troll each other. And then there's some bits and they have reasonable opinions. And I don't want to choke them through the radio. I hope that's the case. Well, I mean, that's the idea behind the show. Um, in any case, this is we know this is our Super Bowl wrap up show. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some interviews on the show. And I would say, let's just say going in, never has Brent been so right. And Ray well, been so I, wrong. It's not even remotely the case. What are you That's talking absolutely about? Absolutely the if case. If you listen to last week's show, I said that my entire brain, everything on paper tells me Seattle's going to win this game. But somewhere in my heart of hearts, I have this soft spot that makes me like feel for Peyton Manning. Um, that's not what you said. I you, that is like exactly the words that's I said. Partially what you said. Oh my good. What that's you tell what you, you fill in the blanks. Then what am I? Well, what am I missing? You didn't here? say there was a soft. First of all, you have no soft spot in your right, heart. That's Ray. true. That's yeah. true. I think you felt that it was you know it was the trap that a lot of people felt it fell into. They thought Peyton Manning was going to rise above everything and, and win the Super Bowl. And that was a legitimate argument, except it wasn't because they got destroyed. Yeah, we'll get into the specifics of it uh, later on. But it was, a, it was a dead game from pretty much the first 12 seconds in. Yes. Everybody knew where this thing was headed. And then just when you thought, like, okay, Denver, second half, here we go. We're going to – and then, no. Anybody who believed that it was Peyton Manning's night should have known when – Seattle came in with their flag that said 12 on it, standing for the 12th man, their crowd. Yep. And then they scored 12 seconds into the game. You should know. And then, just to add insult to injury, scored 12 seconds into the second half. Yeah, what the heck. So, Ray, I want to congratulate you. Yes. Um, I don't know how you did it. You got an interview with Noshan Moreno. That's right. I got to go to I got to go to the game. I got a press pass from the Raisin Brand show. So who says that uh, small miracles aren't possible in this world? Yeah, got to live well, in New York. I got to interview Noshan Marino right after the game. I uh, this is great. Uh, I'm I'm so happy that you you took the uh, I took the initiative. You took the pass that I that I passed on because I was already going to the Super Bowl party at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, and so I was like, well, why don't you give it to Ray? So you're welcome. Th- thank you. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Playboy Mansion was terrible. Uh, but I think yeah, I, got, I caught my death of cold. Maybe. Oh my goodness. You know, in the grotto. Anyway. Moving forward, yeah, I got an interview with Noshan Marino, and uh, later on the show, we have a phone interview with our new Russian correspondent. We got to meet him, very exciting. and we're going to talk about the Olympics. It's very mm-hmm. exciting, all the way from Sochi. That's right. Sochi? So- so- well, we'll ask him how to say it. Well, he would know anyway. So um, so we'll meet our new correspondent, Sergei Trotsky. Uh, that's his name, everybody. Sergei Trotsky, all the way from, uh, all the way from Russia. Nice. Mother Russia. Nice. Oh, yeah, a little multicultural Neapolitan kind of show happening here on Raisin Brent. So we'll be right back after, th- we'll get the show going, right? That's what we got to do. Let's do it. After three seconds of Nirvana. Come It's the superest game of the year. And we Was give it up. Was it? Well, sort of. 
We give it up to Seattle with Seattle-based music and grunge here on the show right. today. Seattle Yay! gets to control the radio today on Raisin Brand. That's that's exciting. That's the real reason you try to win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Is to control the music. I can't wait till Detroit Lions win next year and we got Motown all throughout the show. They're like, hey, Seattle Seahawks, you just won the Super Bowl. Where are you going tomorrow? I'm going to put the playlist on Raisin Brand. <laughs> or Disneyland. That's like the 53rd guy on the roster, the 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 kickoff specialist of the team. That's the one who you get for that the LVP. LVP. Least valuable player? Yeah. Well, you can't say that was Peyton Manning. Nope. Because he was the most valuable player for the Seahawks all day long. Oh, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, one of the most, of course, you watched the game. 111,000 people, Brent. 111,000? That's, that's almost as many subscriptions <laughs> as we have to raise in Brent. Don't worry about that. 111 million people. Watch the. There's only 300 million people in the country, so and let's face it, like some of them are blind, some of them are under the age of two. To be fair, you don't have to actually be watching the game. You just have to have the television set on and be in front of it for it to count as you watching. Good enough for me. Yeah, figuratively watching. Good enough for me. Well, I mean, I could tell you, being uh, how many Denver fans checked out at halftime. Do you even do you even watch the second half of your Denver fan? Uh, I think so because at that point it's twenty two points and Denver had a game where they were up by twenty four and, and still lost. So I think after the kickoff, then twelve seconds later, twelve though. seconds later, that's going to be my new band. Twelve seconds uh, later. To quickly recap what you already know, Seattle Seahawks mercilessly massacred the Denver Broncos pretty much from the opening bell. Safety 12 seconds into the game, like we said before. A few field goal plays, and then the floodgates just opened up. It was 22 nothing at the half. Then there was a kickoff, second-half kickoff return for a touchdown, and then just score after score after score. For the Broncos' side, Demarius Thomas set a Super Bowl record most receptions in a game. He did catch a touchdown, a really impressive touchdown. Peyton Manning set a Super Bowl record most completions in a game, but that's because they had no chance from step one. I'm sorry. It's not a really impressive touchdown if you're down 36 nothing. It was an impressive catch, though. You give him that catch, don't you? No, you're down 36 nothing. He plucked that thing out of midair while doing That's a fine. spin move. That was a good I've seen catch. Calvin Johnson do that many times. Fair enough. I, but, you you're know, not going to catch me disagreeing I mean, with that and statement. You're right, though. I mean, at least you're right. At least Demarius Thomas completed the process of the catch and scored a touchdown. You're right. It was impressive. I hate you so much right now. In any case... <laughs> Lots of thoughts. I mean, lots of feelings about the game. I mean, the X's and O's of it. I have to give you daps on it. Yes, best defense versus best offense. And what did, what did we say last week? I mean, best defense always wins that I think game. The, 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 I think the lesson is this, Ray. We both thought in our heads that Seattle was going to win. It seemed pretty obvious. So in I think we go with our heads. The best defense and the best running game almost always wins. I think I saw a stat too. The there's been like five or six times when the top rated uh, passing offense has went to the Super Bowl, and they've never won the Super Bowl yet. Nope, never. I believe, yeah, four or five times uh, total. So Peyton Manning has probably the most forgettable, most terrible game of his entire career. They were just, but his offensive line wasn't giving him any time. Like, he's so used to just being back. Remember what we, we said before on the show, too, not just play a big game of I told you so, but if Peyton Manning gets hit a dozen or half dozen or more times, it's going to be a hideous he, day for Denver's you know, he offense. Only, he only got hit like four or five times during the game, though. Yeah, but how many times was he displaced, hurried, etc.? Yeah. Like, they were giving was, him pressure every he, play. He got he felt the pressure. And, you know, the other thing that I that we that we discussed a little bit was, I think what happened is Peyton Manning, he's very regimented, yep. and he likes things to be perfect. And once, you know, that... It gets disrupted a little bit. Yeah, once he gets disrupted, i.e., a ball going over his head while he's trying to audible. 
for a safety that threw him off, and he never got back on track. And by the way, Ray, you know who snapped that ball? I do. It was uh, <clears throat> former Detroit Lion Manny Ramirez. So it's not only is it bad enough that he messed up Detroit, you know, he brought his for, Detroit ways to the Super Bowl. For the record, though, he played guard for us. He did not play center, so you can't. So they put him to a place where you can do even less damage. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Yeah, when 12 seconds in, and I see the ball get snapped. Peyton Manning made that holy bleep face. And then, uh, running and then he back, didn't even run after it. He did. You know, he kind of like... gingerly went, jog, jog, yeah. jog. Was it Noshan Moreno, I believe, fell on the ball? Mm-hmm. At which point, the announcer goes, and that was Manny Ramirez. I went, oh, my God. Of course, it was a former Lion who would do that <laughs> 12 seconds into the Super Bowl. That's wow. just Lions pride right there, just I taking mean, over. I think it seemed like Seattle yeah. Seattle set the tone from the first play, from the opening they kickoff. Did. They didn't even get back to the 20 on the yeah. opening kickoff. Yeah. They made it to like the 14-yard line and got hit. Yep. And every single time a Denver like a running back would try to take it to the hole, he would get hit. hit. And every single time a Denver receiver would catch the ball short where they would normally break it for a long distance, instead they got Hit. hit. And yeah. it was just a tone that you're right. It was set from just step one. Yeah. Seattle said, we are going to whoop you right now. And you got to give it to the Seattle fans, though, because the Seattle fans, as arrogant, obnoxious, and overnight bandwagon as they were, all the Seattle people I talked to had said, and I kind of poo-pooed it. I kind of said, nah. They said, listen, guys, we won the Super Bowl two weeks ago when we beat San Francisco, the second best team in football. We're just going to go claim our prize on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, and, and, Woo! and also... To, to the Seattle fans' credit, what we talked about last week was how people could not afford tickets to the game. It would all be a bunch of corporate fat cats. Boy, and it usually the Seattle is. Seattle fans showed up. Seattle corporate fat cats who actually care showed up at the game. I mean, they that was the reason that the ball got snapped over his head. It was too loud. And John Fox during that week actually turned the music down at practice. Was, yep. I've been to a Super Bowl before, and it wasn't that loud. Very quiet at the Super Bowl. interesting. Either you or Peyton Manning should have been thinking, well, we weren't at the Super Bowl against Seattle, who has the loudest crowd in the world. But how about this, John Fox? How about this? Yeah, it's not normally as loud during the Super Bowl. So let's practice with volume. That way we'll be more ready to go if there is less volume. And we're not caught totally flat-footed if the audience actually shows up at the game and makes some noise. Part of being a good coach is anticipating things that may or may not happen and or that are likely or not likely to happen. And what was kind of likely to happen was Seattle was going to have a loud crowd anyway. So it's you possible. might as well practice with the loudness. It's, an, it's to be fair, a neutral site. You have no idea who's going to be there. It could have been all Denver fans for all you know. And, you know, Peyton Manning has no excuse. I'm glad that, like I said, I did not want the weather to be a factor. It was not a factor. It was almost 50 degrees. It's almost 50 degrees. So Peyton can't say, oh, well, it was cold. I'm old. Well, he can still say those things. Yeah, he can say he was cold and he was old, but it, one of those two things would not be true. Is it just depressing that Tim Tebow had a better day on Sunday than Peyton Manning did? Um, or is it just kind of funny? Because Peyton Manning's got everything. Look, and that's the other thing. You know, Peyton Manning comes yes. from comes from NFL stock. He comes you know? from NFL stock. Archie was Manning. a golden boy in college. He sure was. Couldn't win a national championship there either. Nope. Oh, I don't remember who his last game was against, but he got destroyed. Oh, it was against Nebraska. Oh, it was in Nebraska. Oh, I could have guessed that just because you said it. Yeah. Uh, and then they won the championship the next year with Is, T. Martin. With T. Martin, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And James Ooh. Stewart, I believe. Um, here's the deal, though. Is it weird that all Super Bowl week people acted like Peyton Manning had never won the Super Bowl before? 
It's been eight years since he won the Super Bowl, but he 2006 is not so far away okay. ago. Here's why that is, Ray. Number one, he went up against Rex Grossman in that Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl uh, quarterback Rex Grossman, sir. Super Bowl quarterback Rex Grossman, who had four turnovers. He was not good. He was not good. I just remember they ran back. Devin uh, Hester ran that back. He had a QBR of 7.4, if I remember correctly, which is, one, if not the lowest, one of the lowest of all time, and Peyton Manning's was the lowest since that time. So the fact that Peyton Manning, when he did win the Super Bowl, threw for one touchdown and one interception. And he threw for the touchdown in who cares time. For the record. In who cares time. It was was absolute prevent defense from essentially two minutes into the third quarter. Yes. Seattle started playing prevent and still, for the most part, shut down Denver. No, I'm talking about in in his first Super Bowl. This is why he doesn't get credit. Because in that first Super Bowl, he threw for one touchdown and one interception against Rex Grossman, who was horrible in that game. I don't care if he was 20 for 28. He was still horrible. You know, Peyton Manning threw for 280 yards. He was still horrible on Sunday. Colts had him down the whole game, too. I mean, the thing I remember about that game was Devin Hester runs back the opening kickoff for a touchdown. And Peyton, this is what I thought maybe when the game started so horribly and it was only 8 nothing for Denver, I said, here's where Peyton Manning has to get his poop together. Yeah, This is where he's got to start getting it done. And he couldn't get a first down to save his life. He couldn't pass the ball outside of three yards any given play. But, he, but this is what I'm trying to tell you, Ray. This is why Peyton Manning doesn't get credit for that first Super Bowl. Fair enough. Even though they did win the Super Bowl, he has a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He, he has a ring. He won against Rex Grossman, one of the worst Super Bowl quarterbacks of all time, right? Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. But that, that, so, and and then when he hasn't played guys like Rex Grossman in the Super Bowl, he has gotten one time he threw a really bad pick six at the end of the game when he could have won the game. Yeah. And then this week they just left no doubt and you know got a, a mud hole stomped in their butts. They, I mean, and it's it, Peyton Manning is part of the problem. But let's face it. That whole team did, was not re- – they were ready to go. Like, he got it well, – how do you feel about the comments of Peyton Manning after the game? We shouldn't be embarrassed about this. Like, he was really mad that he was having mm-hmm. asked that question. He he treated that like a troll question. I felt like that maybe was – Maybe it was a troll that, question. That's, that's very telling about Peyton Manning because Wes Welker, after the game – He said, alligators are eating my legs. That's right. <laughs> There's some alligators eating your legs. Although, was it weird that, like – Wes a- Welker said it was – he was embarrassed, Okay. Okay. Um, Champ Bailey also came out and said, I'm embarrassed by this loss. So Peyton Manning, I mean, get, come on, get over yourself a little bit, dude. You could be embarrassed. You it's can a be normal embarrassed human emotion. Game. It doesn't mean that you're like, you're, you're embarrassed. I mean, if you don't get embarrassed by losing 43 to 8 in front of 111 the, million people, the biggest football audience ever, when you are, when you had the, when you knew that the pressure was on you and you knew that you had thrown for 55 touchdowns during the regular season, then I don't know what embarrasses you. And not just that. He knew his people were considering this his legacy game. People were saying this is the game we're going to judge Peyton Manning on for better or for worse outside of his career unless unless he comes back to the Super Bowl next year. I mean, he gets negative points for me. Like, I, I like him at, you know, as a commercial pitch man, even I though I don't say, like... I like him as a pizza maker. Yeah, I don't like the Papa John guy, but I like Peyton Manning. I like him on SNL. I, that's when I really actually was like, okay, Peyton Manning's an okay dude. He's, he's funny. He doesn't take himself too seriously. And then we have him after the Super Bowl saying, that's, that's insulting to say that it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like you asked him a question like about about his like relationship with his wife or something. Right. Like, no, this is a legitimate question, especially if your other teammates have already said that before. The question, the answer is, yes, I'm embarrassed. I wish we had performed better. Boom. 
Yeah, you know what? I I feel well, and he was talking about the preparation. Nobody doubts you prepared for the game well. You're Peyton Manning. Yeah. Nobody doubts that you came in with a game plan you thought was going to work, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody's questioning that aspect of it. Why are you bringing it up? Unless right. maybe there was a problem there. It's a normal human emotion. You're allowed to show weakness the at a few times. The fact that he got that mad shows that he was embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, and that that's the part I think and is that's telling. natural. Just own it. But, I mean, he was very emotional in that moment. Let's face facts. He was mm-hmm. emotional. He he was embarrassed. He had just taken a butt kicking, and they were basically asking him to, uh, for lack of a better term, show a little bit more butt. You know what I'm I saying? I this was, the, this was the, the second time we've seen him get that mad. The other time was a couple years ago when he was in Congress, and he was like, you lie! You lie! Was that him? That was not actually him. Oh, okay. I thought that was him. I mean, he, the only person I've seen get madder yeah. was when I saw... Matt Stafford get kicked out of Golden Corral. He was trying to like uh, sunbathe. What? He was trying to like take a bath in the in the chocolate in the, what is in, wrong the vanilla with you? fountains. This has nothing to do with Matt. He Stafford. He was scrubbing his armpits with the with the with the uh, you know with the strawberries. <laughs> He's not even fat. Why would you even go there? I know that's what I'm saying. If you're fat, if you're not fat, why are you in the fountain? Literally in the fountain, just laying there, just like <laughs> gargling, you know, chocolate and vanilla fountain. Anyway, talking about the Super Bowl here, um, were you happy with the? He looked like Homer Simpson when he when he fell in that big mud thing, and they thought he was a Bigfoot. You know, that's what he looked like when he came out of the the, the, the vanilla fountain. Are you at Golden a, Corral? Are you happy with Malcolm Smith? Golden being Corral. Named, God dang it! New sponsor of the Razor Branch. I wish, man. I love Golden Corral. Right. No, I'm, let me get my point out. Are you happy that Malcolm Smith was the MVP of the game? Was he the most deserving player on the team? Because it could have gone to a lot of other people. Honestly, uh, we were not at the same Super Bowl party, but I was tweeting at you and texting you, and I thought right. that it should have been Cliff Averill, former Detroit Lions. I thought and it I, could you know, very well seriously. have been Cliff Averill. I mean, he was the one who essentially hit Peyton Manning's arm, leading to Malcolm Smith's touchdown. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I think if Malcolm Smith just scores the touchdown, it's less of an arguable point. Then He also recovered that fumble. He did. As well, and you could almost just like stack it from the game before. I know it doesn't work like that. I mean, I, he did catch the interception that put away San Francisco two weeks prior. It could have been Cliff Averill. It could have been um, give it to Russell Wilson. It could have been Russell Wilson. They always give it to the quarterback. It could have been Cam Chancellor. He had a big game too. Uh, you give it to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning for you know for throwing the game away. I think since Seattle already won the Super Bowl trophy. Okay. Correct. Okay. So there's nothing. Who cares who wins the MVP? Really, you know, there if it's a team effort, right? That I was think that was a full team. For effort. me, the MVP of the Super Bowl for saving us from the horrific performance of Denver for 15 minutes was Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is your MVP of the Super Bowl. Now, um, my I, Filipino compadre. Yeah, I just I didn't realize Miguel Cabrera had a, like a persona and he had lost so much weight. And he learned to dance. He and learned to le- and play the drums. Learned to have talent. I mean, this guy, right? I mean, I swear to God, like, I knew he had the hair and the look, but I didn't realize he had the moves. The hair was amazing. Whew, that was incredible. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh, here's Come the on. deal. The Red Hot Chili Peppers still got it. They do, except for the fact that, you know, they didn't even bother to plug in their instruments. They didn't even pretend like they were actually playing. Who cares, man? What do you mean they still Who got cares? it? They didn't play. They might have not. They might have lost all ability to play music. You would not have known from that I show. I don't care. I, I do don't give care. Them... They look good. Most of them were shirtless. Remember that prop bet? Yeah, but should have taken yes. Here's the deal. But one of them was wearing a shirt. The drummer was wearing a shirt. That's fine. But only one of them had to be shirtless. And no, they you had... said all of them had to be. That's Anthony Kiedis and Flea both had. Both... 
Yeah. And Anthony Kiedis looks like uh looks like he's been hitting uh he's been hitting the McRibs, if you know what I'm saying. But he's still he, I he mean had, he was he anorexic. Fat, he, he was anorexic looking he before. He was, yeah. 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 That's clean up your life and start hitting Mickey yeah. D's and that's what you're gonna look like, kid. He still looked okay. Here's the sad part. Hmm. I wish I had a body as the good right? as Anthony Kiedis says. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he's looking good, man. Oh, I mean, man. you know, for a fat guy. But yeah, that was <laughs> you know, maybe not my favorite. Uh, halftime Super Bowl show, but it was up there. It was definitely up there. I mean, it was very entertaining. I don't think Prince gets enough credit. His oh, in Prince's the was rain. Great. Prince was great with those high heeled shoes on. I thought Prince was great. Uh, Beyonce was also great. Beyonce did a good job. Yeah, Beyonce did a good job. Give it up to the Rolling Stones. You know, I mean, I don't know if you and I can objectively judge Beyonce against these other ones because we're too busy just being like Beyonce. Oh, you know, donuts. Yes, yes. Oh. exactly. Um, but yeah, I loved Prince a lot. Uh, and but Bruno Mars was pretty fun too. Bruno Mars, he brought it, man. He that, brought that it. was a good show. I loved his James Brown esque maneuvers. Oh yeah, him and Michael. It's like he's challenging James Brown and Michael Jackson at the Here's same the time. Deal. I loved Anytime it. Anytime you have like Filipino performers, you're gonna see stuff like that. Black Eyed Peas, you know, very big performers like that. Um, there was a group that was on the Sing Off that was yep. big into like the '90s and '80s dance moves. You know, they're they're all they're all into that kind of Love stuff. It. So and, yeah, but the, he he provided everything a Super Bowl show should be. Um, yeah, and I think he actually, you know, it was interesting watching guys like I. Some of the people were like, I'd never heard of Bruno Mars before, but he was awesome. Yeah, hey, people heard of him now. Um, why do you feel real? I mean, we got a couple minutes left here. Well, how about? I mean, we talked about the, the game happened. I mean, like, what's there really more to talk about the game? It was a butt kicking of epic proportions. What about the commercials for the Super Bowl? Did any really stand out for you? Hmm. I'll be honest with you. The one about the horse and the dog that everybody was like, this will melt your heart. This will make you believe in love again. I didn't think it was that good. I hate all the commercials about the horses and the dogs and the Clydesdales because they just try to pull your heartstrings. But it's like there was no um, – the narrative of the commercial I thought was flawed, and this is maybe where I broke it down as a former film student. Okay. But um, the narrative – I thought at first that they were dating. Like they were lovers because they were like together, and it was that side of bottom. Was I was like, the, like, "That's creepy and so weird." It was like the the play Equus, but with a dog. But with a dog, yeah, no, exactly like that. Um, thank you, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that the dog was being separated and was rushing back, and I thought there was some like like romance thing. I didn't realize that they were just good friends, and maybe that's the point of the commercial. I didn't quite. I have get no idea what I'm either. Talking like about right now. I didn't get like if they're friends and then. But then this girl keeps being really inconvenienced by her dog running away, yeah, and then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, let's just let the dog stay here now? And the weird part was, I got this weird vibe that at first like there was a relationship between the guy and the girl, and they had broken up, and it was like their dog, and so I thought maybe the dog was coming back to also see the guy because he missed him, because they had broken up. It was just, the whole thing was just a giant confused ball to me, and I was not touched at all. I was just left scratching my head like... What what did I just watch? It was like it was like wondering why people watch Doctor Who. I was just sort of just confused and outraged at the same time. People <laughs> like this? Why? Yeah, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, eh, I don't it's a little sappy for me. Super sappy, super sappy. Uh I did love the commercial with Morpheus, with Lawrence Fishburne playing Morpheus singing opera music. Well that was just because you knew the guy who no, was but driving. That was, no that helps. I did know that guy that was driving the car. Yeah. It was David John. Uh great uh great uh improvised actor and actor in general and great guy but the what was funny about it was was morpheus, morpheus singing, singing opera, opera. It was pretty incredible Come on, yeah. give it up but i mean I, 
one of our friends, mutual friends, uh, Chad Fogland, he wrote mm-hmm. on there. He goes, guys, I'm late to the bowl game or late to the game. What did I miss? And I just messaged him back. I go, beer commercial, chips commercial, soda commercial, car commercial, car commercial, beer commercial. That's all you missed so far. Mm-hmm. Because it was really just a bunch of car commercials and beer commercials, yeah, and that's it. Well, it's kind of like, like what happened to the diversity. It's kind of like how we, what we talked about too. It's almost impossible too for for them to 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 lead up to what we're expecting. You know, I thought it was just fine. Yeah, commercials just fine. They were not disappointing. Anybody who says these commercials this year were disappointing. Again, I have to shout at you. Compared to what? Yeah. What was the year you stupid trolls didn't say this year was disappointing yeah. commercials? Yeah. What is this miraculous greatest year ever? Were we going back to Bud Bowl two? Is that where we're going for this? Buds McKenzie. Buds McKenzie. We go back to the California Raisin era. Like, what is the year where the list of commercials was so strong that you can't compare anything else to it? Yeah. I don't know. I thought there were some fun ones, and you know, uh, you know. But the thing is, people are paying a lot of money for these commercials. So at some point, even though you want them to be entertaining, if I'm the if I'm the advertiser, I'm like, well, I mostly want them to re- remember my product. Yeah, my favorite tie-in was the was the Papa John's tie-in after the game. Oh, I didn't see that. What's the tie-in? Oh, yeah. Well, they must have made two different commercials. Okay, know, for this case. <laughs> depending on well, who won. Two different results. You know, yeah. I'm surprised they made one of this well, one. But yeah, this one was like, you order a pizza, yeah. uh, and it comes to your house, like, uh, it doesn't get delivered that fast, the pizza. It gets, no. It goes to your fast place kind of slow, yeah. and the and the driver's kind of wobbly. Okay. And then when it almost gets to your house, this is what's disappointing about it, when it almost gets to your house, right. uh, the pizza gets intercepted by a, by a Seattle fan, and they just they they it goes the other way. And gets delivered to what a Seattle fan instead. That's a terrible tie-in. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, nobody had any foresight with what that you, one. What you have to do is get you know, if you're a Seattle fan, have one of your friends order a pizza, and then it gets intercepted and brought to you instead. Oh, that's a good plan. Yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> All right. Well, there's enough to talk about the Super Bowl for one day. We got some uh, interviews coming up, so we'll be right back after three seconds of Stone Temple Pilots. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Super Bowl wrap-up show, Seattle's Best. Yes. We're not talking about coffee. Now, yes, I was at the game. It was very, very exciting, and I used my little Raisin Brent podcast press pass, and I was able to get backstage, and I have an exclusive exclusive interview Mm -hmm. after the game with no Sean Moreno. I mean, that's awesome, Ray. It would have been better if you could have got one of the, the, the winning team. Look... They were very busy with the media, and nobody wanted to talk to the Denver folks after that. But since I don't care, I went ahead and just interviewed him anyway. Okay. So uh, here's my exclusive interview. Let's cut to it. I'll get my thing working here. Here's my exclusive interview with No Sean Marino after the game. All right. Uh, I'm here. I'm here at the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl just ended. I'm, I'm here with uh, No Sean Marino, uh, running back for the Denver Broncos. Uh, <laughs> No, Sean, it was... What can even be said about a game so upsetting? I'm sure you're dealing with a lot of very difficult emotions right now. What would you go do with that for? Ask me about the game. Well, the game... The game... Well, the game is over, No, Sean. Obviously, it did not go in your team's favor today. 
Um, do, do you have any comments to, to your fan, the fan, Denver fans out there? Uh, do, you, do you just have anything you can just say to them that might, uh, might help? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, if I only had the knife. If I had the knife, we could have won the game. Oh, I should have picked up the ball in the end zone and ran it back for a touchdown. So uh, do you feel it was just a lack of preparation, uh, perhaps? Well, you... You're saying that Peyton wasn't prepared? I just question. Okay, okay. Put him up. Okay, I'm not going to. Put him up. I'm, I'm not going to fight you. Put him you. up. This, that will not happen. We, I'm just, that's a legitimate question. Um, that maybe your preparation wasn't there when you get when, when bad things happen. Bad things. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh. um, Can I just borrow your shirt, right? I'm just oh, going to wipe it okay. off. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, well, uh, you know, I believe we're just going to have to cut it short here. Um, that's it? Well, you don't want to talk about how we're going to come back next year? Dude, would you like to talk about your prospects for next year, No, Sean? I think I next just, year we're going to be good because if I were king of the forest, <laughs> but I'm not. You're not You're not king of the forest at all. I just, I'm just, it's... I'm practically standing in five inches of water right now with all the tears. Um, this is really unbelievable. You're my best friend, Ray. Thank, thank you, No, Sean. It's it's a pleasure to be a part of this here. But um, okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna take it back. Thank you very much for your time, No, Sean Moreno, running back for the Denver Broncos. Uh, we'll, we'll be back to Raisin Brand Show. Yeah, the sad part was that. W- that interview was what, like two, three minutes? I cut it. That was a twenty-five-minute interview right there. I had to cut down. It was mostly just him sobbing the entirety he of the time. He was really emotional. He was upset, man, and I, I didn't really understand some of the references he was making. Yeah, they were like references from the nineteen thirties or something. Am I right? Oh, that's jacked up, man. Yeah, but you know, no, Sean Moreno cultured. You give him credit. He's a sensitive guy. You know, I mean, he's had trouble crying in the past. So what if you're if you're gonna cry that much during the is Star that, Spangled Banner? Is that the same shirt you're wearing when you interviewed him? It is. Yeah, there's like a big sweat. Well, I mean, I got a guy who, stain in the, fa- the in the shape of a, a face. I'm gonna try on to your see, shirt. I'm gonna try to flip it on eBay later. Okay, I figure Super Bowl game. Wait day. a minute, is that James Caviezel? It looks like James Caviezel. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to market to two audiences with one shirt. Wow, yeah, dude. all right. Yeah, I've got the I've got the Jim Caviezel people, and I've got the Denver Bronco fans and Super Bowl fans. Okay. I mean, look, all I, right. you're gonna judge me for not washing it now? Yeah. Oh, like it's like the shroud of Tyran. Am I right? And we'll be right back after three seconds of Candlebox. Man, that was an exciting interview with No Sean Moreno. I mean, uh, that's you know we got knowledge out of that. That's that's post game analysis right there. Uh, he showed a lot of personality. He sure did. Now you had in your own interview. Like, how about this? I go out of town. You conduct interviews on your own. That's right. What is this, this professionalism coming out of you all of a sudden? That's, that's fantastic. Right. So I, I uh, found a correspondent in Sochi where the Olympics are happening, and I just wanted to kind of get the feel for uh, he's. He's kind of a mid-level executive on the Olympic Committee. Yeah, you said this. He, he's part of the Russian House Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, his name's Sergei Trotsky. Sergei Trotsky. And uh, you, you got an interview with him. At least that's what him. he says his name is. He may be going by code name. You never know. There's you never know what's happening. It's Russian, yeah. right? I mean, right? Somebody gets lost in translation right? all the time. So, cool. Well, you, ready, you ready to make it happen? Sure. All right. Let's play the interview. David? 
Okay, so uh, via phone, I've got Mr. Sergey Trotsky. It is my pleasure to be here. Okay, great. Uh, well, I just want to talk to you. You know, there's been a lot of... I don't really want to get into the political things. No, we've got to be full of the Olympic spirits. Yes. The Olympic spirits all around us. It makes us feel proud to mm-hmm. be Russian. Yes, that's great. So... Um, what are some of the now I know every time there's a new Olympics, especially the Winter Olympics, there are always new sports introduced, sometimes based on the country and they'll find a new sport. What are some of the new sports uh that we're going to find in in these Olympics in Russia? I'm glad you mentioned that because there was a big talk about Russian wrestling not being a member of the Olympic committee sport. We're trying to get that one back in again. Mm-hmm. However, we have had to replace it with a couple of other sports. My favorite of them all is a new sport. It's been founded in Russia. We've been working on it for quite a while. Kick the gay. Wait. Oh, hold on. Did you say kick the gay? It is called kick the gay. Okay. I didn't want to get into the, the politics. You take a gay. Hold on. And then you take the gay, you keep <sighs> him away from the children, and then you kick him as far as you can kick him. Okay. I didn't want to get into the whole politics of this, but this is, you know, you know this is going to be a big scandal among the whole world, apparently no, everywhere just, except Russia. I, I mean, you know, maybe my language barrier off. You say scandal, you mean sport, because it's the new Russian sport, kick the gay. Okay, but most people wouldn't consider a sport Ideally, kicking, you kick them so far, they're out of Russia. Kicking, <laughs> kicking first of all, people, okay, human beings. Second no, no, of all, no, 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 I said the gay. They're not human beings. They do not have the. Oh my! They do God. not have the feelings. Okay, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they definitely do. Don't make much sense. They definitely do. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. There are, is a large oh, no. gay community here. Hold on, are you are you the gay? I'm not myself, but I I will say that I respect the gays. No, no. They are people. They have feelings, and they should never be kicked. Look. Okay, this, fine. this culture, you know this culture, ashy, this, let, this culture. Are there any other new? Let's talk about. Let's just move on to an, any other new sport well, you may have. There's another big new sport that's okay. coming on. New national pastime in Russia. It was between the two. This one is called punt the gay. <laughs> no, hold on. This one you take no, the gay. No, wait, hold on. You keep punt, him away kick, from the children no, kicking, and you punt him right up in the air. Kicking and punting. That's the same sport. No, kick, no, no, no. You're way different because. The kick the gay is for distance. The punt the gay, you're looking for height. Oh, my. So you try to kick him as high as he can go, and you hope he flies with the you know wind that no out one is of Russia. ever going to bring the Olympics back to Russia again after this? Well, it wasn't going to happen anyway, so. So you're just going to, let's just. As bur- long as we kick all the let's gays just, out, let's we just, mission accomplished, let's as just, your president like to say. Let's just burn the whole city down behind us because no one else is ever going to do it again? Well, only if they're inviting. It only makes sense then. <sighs> You have to burn it so that okay. way they do not have the supply chain. Okay, fine. fine. We win wars. This is, this is... <sighs> well. Well, I mean, we don't even I, we don't even what? really have the gay problem because we kick out all the gays, and there's no more gays in all of Russia. Okay, problem so solved. What are you going to do then? Because every other country participating in the Olympics is going yes. to have athletes that are homosexuals that are <laughs> gays coming to your country. So what ridiculous. do you say to that? There's no, well, no, it's no. not ridiculous. Why it's do you say that's ridiculous? ridiculous. Why? They, Why? Because as soon as they get into Russia, as soon as the plane lands in Moscow, they're no longer gay. They're cured. It's oh, so that Russian the, air. So you're saying you have the, the magical Russian 
not gay stick? I wouldn't say it's magical. There's no such thing as the magic, but it is very much a scientific fact. Oh, wow. You send the Billie Jean King, the tennis pro Billie Jean King, as a concierge from your White House. She turns in. First thing she does when she gets off the plane, kiss a man. I don't think that's true. She kissed a man believe with that's tongue. True. She I, took her tongue I, out and she kissed the man. This is what's weird because I always hear about Russian propaganda and uh, just straight out lies. And, and then I never, she put I, two thumbs in the air and say, I like the pee-pee. I don't, I don't that believe that's not, that's not true. That is not true. That's not true at all. Sergey. Sergey. I've seen the video. Sergey, you're... you're uh, you're lying. You are lying right now to the Raisin Brand audience. Now, maybe this to is the a world. language cultural issue. No, it's I, not. It's not a language lying, issue. You must mean you have iron proof. Because that's what I have. What's a, what's your iron proof? Uh, there's a video on the YouTubes. No, I I know the video you're talking about. It's Billie Jean King no, making it, out with the man. No, it looks like it, it looks like an episode of South Park. It doesn't even it's not, it's not even real it, people. It's a cartoon. You you have language barrier again. You say South Park cartoon, you mean real news. No. That's not real. That the, is in fact you, reality. Is that what people people in Russia do not look like <laughs> cartoon characters with big like snow snowmen? That is, unfortunately, uh, I don't know what to tell. Is, How we, last time know. you in Russia, I, I don't just don't. This, this what, is what crazy. Am, what am I doing with my life? Uh, can you, a, you know, you're American. Yes. Maybe you can help me with a one quick problem. I, get, well, you know what, I, I do the I, show for the gift basket. I don't, no, hey, hold on, hold on. Yes. Sergey. I, I just feel like I'm going to be disingenuous to myself if I continue the interview. I think we've got to, I, we've got to get going here. I've got to go. No, you just help me with one of my problems. I just really would like to see a show and come to Los Angeles and come and see the well, show. Well, do you realize you come to the show, you're getting to Los Angeles, they're going to be you're going to be surrounded by all these no, gays there's, that there's you hate. A 5 foot radius around myself where there will be no Okay, gays. fine. What's will help I'd us like get out of this interview? The funniest man in show business. I would like to see Alan DeGeneres. Alan. <laughs> He's a great dancer. <laughs> no. He has the hair. He's very it's smart. Not Alan DeGeneres. First Alan, of all, it's a funny man. First of all, it's Ellen DeGeneres. I, and second of all, that Ellen DeGeneres is a woman. And third of all, you you know, I assume you wouldn't like her comedy because she herself is gay. I you know, I just couldn't. I'm sorry, I did not understand what you say there. Ellen uh, is what now? She's gay. So you're saying you already told me that you think that the funniest person in America. Is Alan, which is actually Ellen DeGeneres. So you're admitting now that even though you say that they are, you know, not equal to other people, that you were saying that the funniest person in America, the headlining area of entertainment, has the funniest person and youth, and it's a gay woman that oh, you like. Ellen DeGeneres is not very funny. Oh, so now that you know she's gay, she's not funny. She does not make me laugh. Okay, well then, problem solved then, well, right? What about Justine Bieber? Just like he was this. Hannah Montana, now she's no, that's getting in trouble. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta go. Goodbye, Bye, Sergey. I got more. Talk to you never. Wow, Brent. That was that was an epic interview you had there. Ah, uh, it was so uncomfortable. You hung up on our guest. How well, are we supposed to get him back again? He was a homophobe. Well, he's Russian. What do you want? It was... So stupid. I'm just like, it was like, 
It was just arguing with a crazy person because, the, you know... Since he Boy, had, that would be a first time on this show. Right? You can't <laughs> argue... Gordon with, G back. You can't argue with a crazy person because they're not... You know, they don't... It doesn't just, matter what you put in front of a crazy person. They, they will not see it. Right. You cannot convince something of something if their entire life hinges upon them not believing it. Yes. Uh, well, at least anyway, we got some knowledge in there. We look, learned a little bit about the Russian psyche, I think. That's I very hope, interesting. I hope that there is no drama because of this whole situation that, you know... You and what know, was that, Billie Jean King? There's a video? Yeah. Of her, like, kissing a man? Yeah, it's not real, dude. Oh. Like I said, that's Russian propaganda. So I, I don't have a chance? With, with Billie Jean King? Yeah, she's hot. Uh, you have no chance. Oh, man. No chance. All right, well, I guess we'll just come back and wrap up the show then. All right. Okay. Let's do it after three seconds of Pearl Jam. And we are back, man, with two interviews in one show. We're going crazy. Yeah. We're like the crazy people. We're like. Who do crazy things? We're like turned into legitimate sportscasters, Ray. Oh, no, we're not. No, not, not even a little bit. No, <laughs> I thought about it. No, not at all. So a uh, quick hits coming up the end of the show. How do you feel about? Well, first off, Michigan playing Nebraska in college basketball. Oh, it was, it yeah. was a blowout. It was a blowout. What do you expect? <laughs> Michigan won 10 games in a row and then they lost a game. So, of course, they're going to be mad. And Nebraska is not that great. They were up like 29 points at the half. Yeah, it was terrible. It was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. So Nebraska disbanded. You know, was cra- you know what right I off into was, the sunset? What I thought was a little bit weird, though, because uh, uh, I, I kind of, you know, once they got that far behind, I, I was like, oh, okay, fast forward time, you know. Um, and it never got much better. Yeah, and I thought maybe Nebraska could hang within like 10 points, but they just they just couldn't hit any shots. If Nebraska doesn't hit shots sometimes on the road in the Big Ten, they're just going to get blown out. And that was a motivated Michigan team. Those yeah, exactly. Right if they there. hadn't, if they had been on their eleven game winning streak instead of just losing their ten game winning streak, I think Nebraska has a little bit more. of a You chance only of, lose by twenty. Then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, we you know we lost a controversial game in in Lincoln earlier. So mm, at home, you say controversial, I say reasonable. A controversial. Uh, it, even by your own coach's admission at the end of the game. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about speaking on basketball now? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Bynum, pariah of the league, the man who would take your coach's wife to dinner. Mm-hmm. The man eee. who would uh, park in the handicap spot at the really? at the grocery store. Not a great dude by all accounts. Kind of uh, overprivileged. Uh, kind of a tool. Uh, Known he, more for his different hairstyles in his basketball play? The guy who, in quotation marks, played for the 76ers last year. Even though he never played a game, I don't Ooh, believe. he did not. Uh, you know what team he just signed with? My Indiana Pacers. Your Indiana Pacers, thus guaranteeing no titles for your Pacers this year. I'm so sorry. I would love to agree with you on that, Ray, but the fact is, he's really not going to play. He's going to be behind, obviously, Roy Hibbert, who is an all-star, and also behind Mahinmi, who is like just a... Uh, a big, tall dude. If you can't beat that arms. guy for playing time, you do. Uh, well, I mean, I, who's to even know that Bynum's you know even going to stay healthy enough to play? I well, mean, we know he, he won't. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a non-issue. The only thing that does concern me is that him being kind of like a, a cancer in the... He's a locker room problem. Although... And if he's not going to play, and he's going to be a locker room problem, that's not good. Didn't stop him from winning two titles with the Lakers. It's true. So hey, and and he's for that. and he had, they were all won because and, of Andrew Bynum and he, yeah but he but I would say that he he played a bigger role with those Lakers teams than, than, he's, than he's going to have to play 
for the Pacers. They carried him hard in that first championship. The second right. championship, he did show some signs of life, which is how he got the big contract. Right. And ooh. so I'm hoping that this is just like a depth thing because, you know, you can always use another big guy off the bench. And if you um, think he's got something to offer, by all yeah. means, he was he was wanted a year ago. And then if you, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, they're paying him one million and you just cut him. And that's more than Russell Wilson made this year. Right. And Richard Sherman. No, Richard Sherman made one point three. But still, yeah. your point is still valid. Yeah. Uh, very, very terrible. But OK, that's being said. Hey, let's wrap up the show, everybody. What an exciting time. Yeah. So anyway, here's our contact information. If you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, hit me up at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or tweet at the show, at Ray Brent Podcast. You can send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. And hey, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can always hit us up on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today. Search for us, Raisin Brent Podcast or Raisin Brent Show. It probably comes up just Raisin Brent. That's probably good enough. Hit us up on iTunes. We'd like to thank a person out there. Didn't leave us anything to say, but we have another five-star review, and yeah. that always makes me thank very you. happy. Thank you, whoever that was. We have no way of knowing because you didn't make us say something stupid. Yeah, say, I mean, some, a, say, something, a, say something so we can uh, say something dumb back at you. Yeah, and I mean, what, this is your grand opportunity to make Brent your puppet and make him say whatever you want him to say. That's right. Right, we'll but read it on the air, whatever you happy say. Happy to do that anyway. But anyway, go on iTunes, subscribe to the show, please. We appreciate that. And uh, give us a five-star review. Make us say something. We are your meat puppets. That's a band, right? And when I wake up in the morning. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Speaking of waking up, we'd also like to thank some other folks. David Knoll for producing. Thank you, David. We'd like to thank uh, Jordan Monsell for making the logo. we got to thank Jeremy yeah. Buck and the Bang and... The train wrecks. The train wrecks, because you, you're going to have to drag us out yeah. of here. That's for you sure. You know what? You got to come play in uh, you know, Garner Knudsen, the uh, lead singer of the train wrecks. You got to come play in his Friday night uh, poker game sometime. I would love to. It's like 8.30, so, you know. I could be there a little late. But yeah, you'd be, be there a little late, and then, we'll, then you get to, we get to play, you know. Here's the deal. Poker. In. Because this whole time I'm playing, I'll just be like, you're going to have to drag me out in chains. Anyway. Well, Brent, anybody you'd like to thank? Uh, you know what? I think a lot of times our our law enforcement doesn't get enough credit. You know, oh, absolutely. people always want to say bad things about them when you get a ticket, but they never want to say good things about them. When they do. You got things. some good you want to yeah, say? Yeah, I do. I mean, I would love to thank the police department of Warren, Michigan. Okay. Uh, for finally, they had to get one of those like Jaws of Life things. Okay. And a, and a crane, but they did finally get Matt Stafford out of the Golden Corral. Uh. Chocolate and vanilla. He's not even fat. What are you even talking about? Well, he's fat now. If he wasn't before, I mean, plus, if you look at your Facebook status, Ray, he's clearly fat. It even says it's circled and it says fat, F A T. That's what it says. Good night, everybody. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me. What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it I've got something to Rick James No, it's not Rick That's the wrong <laughs> list, D Sorry Alright Dang it Alright Get the Seattle ones Crash test done No, that's, that's the... I'm gonna throw something at your head Super Tramp Uh are, right. you, are, are you ready? You, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, hold I'm on. I'm going to do it right now.